What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. We just got our results back within the last year. And it mm-hmm. shows that, you know, bottom line does have an impressive, significant impact on college um, attainment and mm-hmm. um, degree attainment. Mm-hmm. Our students are um, 18 more percent likely to graduate within six years and about 23 mm-hmm. percent more likely to graduate within four years. That is Shanita Nichols. Managing Director of Development National at Bottom Line, a college program to help underrepresented students to go to college and graduate from college. Hello, I'm your host, Venkatram. Founded in 1997, Bottom Line addressed the low college graduation rates of first-generation students. What started supporting 25 students back then, Bottom Line Today has robust programs for college access and success that supports over 7,000 students. Our guest, Shanita Nichols, in addition to being the managing director, is also an alumni of the Bottom Line program. Shanita joins us on our podcast to tell us what Bottom Line is, its origins, the programs it offers, about college advisors, partners, success stories, and what's next. Now, before we jump into the podcast, here are the high fives, five highlights from the podcast. founded in 1997 to address uh-huh. the low college graduation rates for first-generation uh-huh. students from low-income backgrounds. Uh-huh. Um, we were once a small organization serving only 25 students in its first year. Bottom mm-hmm. line supports nearly 7,000 students. I don't know if you ever heard the saying, it takes a village to raise a child. And I think <laughs> yes, bottom I have. Line, yeah. <laughs> bottom line really embodies that because our ecosystem are the communities we serve. So that is our students, their families, the schools, our community partners, our yeah. individual donors, our board, our leadership, our corporate and foundation partners. With yeah. our advisors, like this is a role where, you know, it's a two to three year role. Um, mm-hmm. We have a lot of alums still come yeah. back. Yeah. work with us um, and a lot of it is just you know word of mouth so it is a full-time position we have a rigorous training because um, mm-hmm. we train our advisors on our two models from access and success I think a lot of it is um, the financial burden okay. you know people look at college especially now like everyone is so like tapped into like oh you can do a trade and you know people are not looking at college as the like the next step so I think just understanding that as long as you know it's a fine if it's affordable you can really create a successful future where when you graduate you won't be like you know drowning in debt I started bottom line my senior year they -hmm. are very influential in my whole college like application process they even encouraged me to go to Smith College Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I went undergrad and I was mm-hmm. not familiar with the college. I was like, okay, I'll check it out. We went on a tour. 
and uh-huh. I really, you know, enjoyed the the um the campus, and it wasn't too far away from home, but it wasn't too close where I can feel like I could get away. Yeah. Um. So that was like the first thing: being very influential and making an affordable choice. These were the high fives brought to you by College Matters. Alma Matters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I'm sure you want to hear the entire podcast with Shanita. So without further ado, here's the podcast with Shanita Nichols. So if you're ready, we can jump right in. Yes, that sounds like a plan. Fabulous. So let's start with a little bit about yourself. Tell us, uh, give us a little bit about your background. Sure. I mean, I think to truly understand like my background, I think it's important to align with my personal goals because that really has dictated my trajectory of work. Mm-hmm. So like my life mission is centered around the advocacy of educational equity and providing resources to underserved communities to ultimately mm-hmm. break generational curses. Mm-hmm. And as a first generation college student, I know firsthand the positive impact of education and how it can change the trajectory of a person's life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm born and raised in Boston, but I currently reside in Atlanta with my husband and two-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Um, my background stems in financial services, corporate community relations, and nonprofit management. Mm-hmm. I have an MBA from Senate mm-hmm. University focusing mm-hmm. in corporate social responsibility and general management, and mm-hmm. a Bachelor's of Art from Smith College, where I majored in economics and African-American studies. Mm-hmm. I've been with Bottom Line five years this July, and prior mm-hmm. to this, I was um, I was in the corporate sector. Sure. And a, and a fun fact about me, as you have mentioned, I am a Bottom Line alum, so uh-huh. I did receive our access and success services, which were fundamental in the start of my success. So uh-huh. Bottom Line plays a special role in my life, both personally and professionally. So you're with Bottom Line now. You're um, playing a pretty a major role. W- what is that role? W- what do you do? What do I do? I am the managing director of development for our national team. So I manage mm-hmm. our grant and funding pipeline for the national region. So Bottom mm-hmm. Line, we have three other regions. So we have Boston, New York, and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I manage the portfolio for our national fundraising. Maybe we can start a little bit with a brief history of Bottom Line. How, how did it come about and yeah. what you can share with us? <laughs> yeah, I can share. Well, we were founded in 1997 to address uh-huh. the low college graduation rates for first-generation uh-huh. students from low-income backgrounds. Uh-huh. Um, we were once a small organization serving only 25 students in its first year. Bottom mm-hmm. Line supports nearly 7,000 students across Massachusetts, New York, and Chicago. And recently, mm-hmm. we have piloted a virtual program in expansion to Ohio. Mm. Um, awesome. so, so our traditional core programs are our access program, which serves high school seniors, mm-hmm. and the success program, which serves college students for up to six years of school. And the access program is designed to support students in choosing colleges for which they are well suited academically mm-hmm. and personally and which are affordable. Mm-hmm. So it guides students through the college research and list making, application preparation, financial aid, and financial college decisions. Mm-hmm. The success program ensures that students have the best possible opportunity to graduate from college and embark mm-hmm. on a meaningful, thriving career. 
-hmm. Our success advisors support our students through the entire range of challenges that our students may face on the path to graduation. So that's mm -hmm. academic, financial, and personal, and we help them prepare to succeed in the job market. Fantastic. I would say, and I'll just add, um, in a shift in our program, because of COVID, everybody went virtual. So our right. traditional program is person to person. Our advisors meet with our students directly, but all of that shifts, so everything moved to a virtual platform. Mm -hmm. So this kind of shifted our thinking of how we can use technology to be innovative and reach more students outside of our traditional three yeah. um, regions. Yeah. So now we are piloting a virtual program called Blueprint, which uses a virtual chatbot as mm -hmm. an advisor to work with students who are not in our regions. Mm -hmm. um, so this is something we're piloting. Um, we are just expanded last year into Ohio, serving mm -hmm. a small cohort of students to try to test and uh, pilot and see if this is a program that will be sustainable for us and we can use this to reach more students across the nation. You know, before we kind of dive deep into these different programs, so what, what is the ecosystem of Bottom Line? I mean, who are the folks who are partners, um, yeah. stakeholders, um, as, you know, in terms of uh, helping you with your mission? Yeah, well, I don't know if you ever heard the saying, it takes a village to raise a child. And I think <laughs> yes, bottom, I have, line, yeah. <laughs> bottom line really embodies that because our ecosystem are the communities we serve. So that is our students, their families, the schools, our community partners, our yeah. individual donors, our board, our leadership, our corporate and foundation partners. Uh, how do colleges participate? I mean, are they part of the equation or do you sort of keep them at arm's length or how does that work? So colleges, um, they partner with us ultimately because we have the same goal. We're yeah. all trying to make our students graduate in our, in our path to success. So mm -hmm. it's a mutually beneficial partnership. And mm -hmm. we are a resource to students enrolled in their institutions. So it's only logical for us to have some sort of partnership with the institutions. Mm -hmm. So we have a list of target colleges in each region that we will say are our traditional partners. And a target, a target college is defined by, one, a large number of bottom line students attending that institution. Mm -hmm. So, for example, in Boston, we mm -hmm. have about, let's say, 20 target colleges. Mm -hmm. And say Boston University, Boston College is one, right? So yeah. we probably can have about 20 students going to that. So that's going to also help us figure out, you know, where all of our students are going because it will be more efficient for our advisors to travel to one place to serve the students. Mm -hmm. The second um, criteria is the location and mm -hmm. is it in reasonable proximity to a bottom line office? Because our advisors are going on campus and working with the students. Yeah. So that is something we take in mind. And third, there's a need for college retention service. So obviously the school wants their students to persist and graduate. And, mm -hmm. and fourth, and most importantly, the college is affordable. You know, our goal for our success program is that our students graduate with less than $31,000 in debt. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, when we think about our, all, so every student that goes to a, a college may not be a target college. Um, yeah. And it's just because, you know, sometimes institutions, the ecosystem, they don't, they don't have the capacity to partner with us, but we try to work with them to make sure that they know we're here, we're a resource that is, you know, serving their students. Um, mm -hmm. So it just depends on the college, but ultimately the goal will be to 
you know, partner with colleges because, you know, we can, you know, inf share information, um, which can ultimately like help our students make sure they're persistent through college and, and we can catch any like warnings like early on. You mentioned uh, college advisors, uh, I mm -hmm. mean, advisors, right? Now, yes. are these, um, how, how do you find these people and, um, you know, how, how does it work? How are, how are they structured yeah. within your uh, organization? So our advisors make a majority of our staff and they are paid staff, full-time staff. Yeah. Um, it's really like a fellowship job. You know, it's we look for people who are probably early in the career, who want to spend two to three years. We're very transparent with our yeah. advisors. Like this is a role where, you know, it's a two to three year role. Um, mm -hmm. We have a lot of alums still come yeah. back. Yeah. work with us um and a lot of it is just you know word of mouth so it is a full-time position we have a rigorous training um because mm -hmm. we train our advisors on our two models from access and success sure um so it is a very you know hands-on job and mm -hmm. we really value our advisors because they are ultimately the connection to our students because they work with them firsthand did you say there's a one-on-one -on -one relationship with a student? So uh, an yes. advisor would serve, I mean, would yes. deal with so, just one or more multiple no, students? No, there's definitely more. There's definitely more students. So okay. um, <laughs> I can, I'll talk about, so we have our two programs. So access, that's high school. So yeah. those advisors, they typically meet with 60 to 65 students. Okay. So that's like their caseload. They meet yeah. with their students on average about eight times per year. Yeah. Um, all advisors receive comprehensive training that's mm -hmm. provided by both our national team and our pro and our local program leadership when they first accept their roles. Mm -hmm. um, we supplement our advisors direct support with both student events as mm -hmm. well as and students events are like college essay day, college interview night, which students can work with volunteers to practice interview skills, mm -hmm. as well as resources to help our uh, students succeed. So our advisors are more, we consider them generalists. Yeah. So like they don't know the answers to everything. Sure, so we sure. work with our partners in a way that can help our students to support them. Um, and also our advisors are very incremental in recruitment. They'll present at high schools around the city. Um, we work with different community partners to enroll their students into our program. Mm -hmm. um, so advisors really play an incremental role in, in all of this. And then our success program, it's a little bigger. This is the yeah. college program. Advisors typically serve between 80 and 85 students. Yeah. Um, and they meet with their students about two to three times per semesters. Okay. And the same thing, success advisors, they receive comprehensive and robust training from our national and local teams. Mm -hmm. um, it's characterized by an intensive boot camp when they first start their tenure. Mm -hmm. and, they, and they get regular trainings after. The students, um, how do you, do you find them? Do they come to you or is it a combination? It's a combination. Honestly, a lot of it is like word of mouth. We'll get students to say, oh, my cousin went through this program or I have a friend who went through this program. So mm -hmm. a lot of it is word of mouth, but we partner with a lot of the high schools. So our students will, our advisors will go to different, to different high schools in our local regions mm -hmm. and present on bottom line. Um, as you know, the counselors, guidance counselors at public schools are tapped out. Yeah. Um, they're probably serving one to 300, 400 students. Yeah. So, um, you know, we can be a resource to help 
um, have you know intensive one-on-one one-on-one advising with those with the students. So we would present at different um, schools. We also have community partners who will send their students to us. So there are a lot of access programs, and that's high school that mm-hmm. work with students to get into college. But there are not a lot of you know programs that stay with students throughout the tenure of their college journey. So we'll get students from different pro- community programs that they, they stop um, serving them after their senior year. For the access program, um, mm-hmm. what does a typical process look like when you engage with a student? Yeah, so um, we work with students. We support them in their high school year. Yeah. Um, and our access program is organized around our LEAD model. Mm-hmm. And LEAD is an acronym. So our advisors are working on them with, so the L stands for list. So mm-hmm. they help them create a list of colleges that meet the student's personal criteria um, uh-huh. what they plan to apply. Uh-huh. Then the E is for essays. So that's uh-huh. writing and edit, editing application essays and with mm-hmm. individual tail support from the advisor. Mm-hmm. The A is for applications. Yeah. So preparing all college applications correctly and submitting them on time, helping them with their aid, the financial aid process, as you know, that's mm-hmm. going to be critical to sure. um, their college journey. And mm-hmm. then D is for decisions. So determining which of the colleges that the students will be best, um, will be a best fit for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and also in, one of the biggest things that I think is unique about bottom line and our curriculum is that we focus on affordability Mm-hmm. So we've been around 25 years. We use Salesforce as our database. So we track, yeah. we have a lot of information on um, debt and what, you know, what, what potentially a student will graduate with if they go to specific schools. Mm-hmm. So we don't, you know, push our students to go to one school or the other. We just want them and their families to make an informed choice, knowing the financial responsibility. So affordability is big because, you know, we work with students who um, are low income and we don't want find the financial burden to be a reason why they wouldn't persist yeah. in their college journey. Are families involved in this process? Do they get involved or is that kind of uh, well, for the most part, um, I'll say in our access program, we, we invite our families to be involved. We have different events that when we celebrate like our students on like decision day and acceptances, Mm-hmm. Um, but we really want our students and their families to know about the financial commitment. So, yeah. you know, we get all of the paperwork and we, and we send packages and let them, you know, we tell the students to share with their family on what we project would be like their um, total debt when they graduate. Um, so we yeah. really try to include the families in the responsibility of mm-hmm. making the decision. Um, and I think it's important because a lot of it, is a shared responsibility. You know, when you go to college, yeah. you depend on your parents. So what is this sure. going to look like for that family um, if that student goes to, you know, college A, B, or C? You know, you guys have been doing this for 25 years now, it looks like, at least uh, 25 plus. Mm-hmm. You said 7,000 students. So what, what kind of challenges do you face? I mean, I'm sure a number of different types of challenges, but just characterize a few that you typically run into. 
that our students may run into or like the organization? Like you guys, oh. while you try to get, uh, you know, get things going for a student, I mean, what are the things okay. they have to overcome, right? I'm just, yeah, just in terms um, of what, what kinds of things do people run into, you run into, they run into? I think a lot of it is um, the financial burden. Okay. You know, people look at college, especially now, like everyone is so like tapped into like, oh, you can do a trade and, you know, people are not looking at college as the like, the next step yeah. so I think just understanding that as long as you know it's a fine if it's affordable you can yeah. really create a successful future where when you graduate you won't be like you know drowning in debt um so right. I think right. the financial part is like a big piece and then I think just the second part of it is more of um around it's, it's called even attainable yeah one who is in college and it may seem like a far reach. Their families may have not attended colleges. So it's like this imposter syndrome. Like, do I even belong yeah. here? You know, right. like, is this for me? So I think just letting our students and encouraging and motivating them that they could, college is attainable. And is that something that they are meant to, to succeed in? So I think those are like some of the challenges that our students, you know, will face going through the process and then even staying in college, you know, the college systems institutions are really not designed for you know low income students to succeed mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. this is why it's important that our success advisors work with them one-on-one -on -one because mm -hmm. they're going to go to college and it's going to be a culture shock yeah you yeah, know yeah. it's going to be like it could be rigorous curriculum that they're not used to mm -hmm. so you know scheduling um just time management so all these little things that you know, are going to come up and it's like our advisors, they're supporting them. And then like their personal and just, you know, family life and their mental health, you know, COVID really took a toll on our students, like mental health and mm -hmm. just the capacity of learning. And we've provided resources to our students to, um, to help them get the professional help that they need to address any mental health issues. Um, but our but our advisors really work with them to if we can't provide it, we're going to connect them with the resource that can. Um, so it's a really, you know, thorough, intensive relationship. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that the key to our program is the advisors. Now, you, you mentioned the cost, right? The financial affordability. Now, how, what specifically do you guys do to help them? Are you pointing them to different sources, guiding them? Uh, I'm assuming you you don't have your own programs to help the students, right? Or do you? Do you? No, so we do have emergency assistance for our students who are in our program. So for instance, when COVID happened, everybody mm -hmm. was working from home. Yeah. I mean, everybody, all the students were in school from home. Um, yeah. We face students who, you know, they didn't have Wi-Fi. So we have you know, emergency assistance for to help students get basic needs that may have prevented them from, you know, going to class sure. or attending class. Um, so we have we have emergency assistance for our students um, that they can, you know, reach out and apply to. But overall, we try to help our students with getting scholarships and ultimately making an affordable choice. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, we want our students to be well informed and aware of the college they're going to and what that financial commitment could be. Mm -hmm. So we, um, that's why I say affordability is big for us because sure, we sure. want our students to make sure they understand like, okay, this semester I'm going to have to pay $2,000, you know, mm -hmm. like, so they, they know, and it's in it, they know what their commitment is. And by the time they graduate, they may only be in debt of 20,000. 
So just really putting it in the bigger picture for our students and letting them see the whole picture, I think is very um, just amazing that we can do that because I think it helps our students really make a good decision. Because I feel like a lot of times when you go to college, you're just like trying to get in. Yeah, you're not yeah. looking at the four years or if it takes you five or Definitely. six. So like, you're just like, okay, so we're really, you know, trying to provide the full picture so that they less, so it'll be less surprises for them in the long run. How about some success stories? I mean, we'll talk about you in a minute. Yeah, I mean, I think just our students, they are a testament to why we continue to do this work and why, Uh like, their resilience and, you know, our um, advisors being, like, a relentless ally to them um, Mm -hmm. is very, like, influential to, like, their success. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, a few student stories that come to mind is, um, you know, I can just, like, you know, quote off some students like success like some of quotes from students that I have yeah um so one student um in our Chicago region said I'm happy that bottom line cares about helping students with their college journey but I also Mm -hmm. like they but I also like that they really care about the students who they are and how they identify themselves Mm -hmm. um another student said I feel that comfort and full support knowing that I can have that one-on-one support with my advisor to help me on whatever I need in the application process. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I think that there's a lot of stories where we see of students, um, they'll go into, you know, they'll, they'll start in our high school program mm-hmm. and then they'll join, you know, once they are finished with access, they'll go to college mm-hmm. and they'll join our success program. Mm-hmm. And then through the program, um, we'll help students get internships and jobs. Yeah. Um, so we can help them land their first mm-hmm. and you know so we have a lot of stories of like I got this job because bottom line helped me get an internship even with me my mm-hmm. first job out of college was because I had an internship my junior year through bottom line mm-hmm. to help bottom line mm-hmm. um so I'll, I'll share another uh, quote from a student and um he said my bottom line experience has been unique I've gotten to be a student in need and a resource for those that have been or are in situations similar to myself. So mm-hmm. I was unsure of what life would be outside of high school. Bottom line has been there with ongoing support that has benefited myself and other first-generation college students. Awesome. Awesome. So we have a lot. We have, an, and, then, and one other cool, like she's, um, like we have some cool alums who are doing some really great things. We have a chief of communications um, working mm-hmm. for Michelle Wu in our Boston region. Yeah. And that's just like great just to have, you know, someone in that role advocating for um, just inner city Boston, but also being an alum. Mm-hmm. We have like a range of students, I mean, alums in different fields. So it's nice to see it full circle and they also like stay involved and give back. And I, you know, at the outset, you mentioned this blueprint, which mm-hmm. sounded like a very interesting way to scale. Um, so before we get to your story, tell me a little bit more about the blueprint. I mean, where are you guys going with that? Yeah, so blueprint, ideally, we want to use this as mm-hmm. a mechanism to reach students that are not in our traditional program. Sure. So in our access program, our high school program, about 40% of students do not go into our success program. 
mm-hmm. that's because they don't go to a target college. Mm-hmm. So if they go to a college that's not one of our targets, out of the program. Okay. So we have about 40% of those students not being served. And yeah. we, we really feel strong with that. Like some bottom line is better than no bottom line. So when COVID hit, <laughs> so when COVID hit, you know, it, we were looking at how to be innovative, how to use technology to expand our reach, and mm-hmm. we partnered with an organization called Mainstay. That is the chatbot technology that we're using, and mm-hmm. we are pretty much testing this and creating the the bot. The bot's name is Blue, yeah. to make um to make it sound and be like bottom line. Yeah. So it's really um a virtual advisor so it's virtual first um, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> if a student has a question or anything they can text the um the bot but yeah. if there's any time where they feel like the bot is not working and not answering they can you know ask for an advisor and an advisor will reach out to them a live person mm-hmm. so blueprint um it is a pilot program it's using the innovation of artificial intelligence Mm-hmm. with technology and a highly trained bottom line advisor to deliver our proven model. Yeah. Um, so it's through primarily text messages and it sends out reminders and nudges that connects them with the resources and answers to like routine questions. So mm-hmm. things like, Oh, did you complete your FAFSA? Yeah. Did you submit up? Did you register for classes? Mm-hmm. So really trying to get an idea of where the student is at. Mm-hmm. And our, we have a live advisor on the back end, like tracking those conversations to yeah. make sure that there are no red flags. Hmm. That's that's beautiful. I mean, I think I think it has huge potential, and uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a wonderful way. And plus, you know, the great thing is you have real advisors at the back end who are available. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, you, you can make the scale and also have a exactly. nice touch. If there is an, you know, an exception or a problem. So let's get to your story. How did oh. <laughs> bottom line make a difference? I mean, bottom line really is just like the ultimate, I feel like, partner that you could have for mm-hmm you pretty much go into a situation blindsided. So mm-hmm. you may not have the answers, but bottom line does. And yeah. I think the biggest thing that they can do is connect us to the resources that we wouldn't traditionally have. So a mm-hmm. lot of like our success program, our college program is around making sure our students have professional networks because a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, it's about who you know and getting mm-hmm. into those, you know, those fields and those opening those doors by creating those, those professional networks. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I will say I started bottom line my senior year. They mm-hmm. are very influential in my whole college like application process. They even encouraged me to go to Smith College. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I went undergrad. And I was mm-hmm. not familiar with the college. I was like, okay, I'll check it out. We went on a tour. And uh-huh. I really, you know, enjoyed the the um the campus. And it wasn't too far away from home, but it wasn't too close where I could feel like I could get away. Yeah. Um, so that was like the first thing being very influential in making an affordable choice mm-hmm. and to make sure that financial the financial burden wouldn't prevent me from um graduating sure and then throughout throughout um college they were very critical because you know there's no like 
guidebook. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like bottom line is the guidebook. So like we track KPIs to make sure that our students are on target. So there's certain milestones in each year mm-hmm. that a student has to hit. So I think having those set <clears throat> really has, has kept us on track. Yeah. So, you know, making sure I'm registered for classes, make sure my FAFSA is done. Is there anything else that's going on? Do mm-hmm. I need um, resume help? Do I need a mock interview? Mm-hmm. So just being really influential and asking the questions that nobody would ask or that yeah. maybe your family may not know to ask or yeah. have those resources, I think was very um, instrumental to just my success throughout college and also, you know, getting me my first internship, landing me my first job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think bottom line has been, you know, I owe a lot to this bottom line for opening those doors for me yeah. and pushing me and preparing me to, to be the best and um, to take on any obstacle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's been very just, you know, bot- one thing about bottom line is we may have students who may... <laughs> who, you know, may not be responsive, yeah. but we're not going to give up on you. It's like that family member <laughs> that doesn't go away. Like, yeah. So what's next for bottom line? Well, bottom line, you know, is just ideally the goal is to grow. Yeah. You know, we really feel, and now we are scientifically proven, so we just completed a seven-year RCT, which is a randomized controlled trial. Mm-hmm. So this is like very big because this is like what people do in sciences or like for testing to see if something works or doesn't. Mm-hmm. So we are one of like the only college programs who has an RCT mm-hmm. that tested to see, you know, our impact on a bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. And we just got our results back within the last year. And it mm-hmm. shows that, you know, bottom line does have an impressive, significant impact on college um, attainment and mm-hmm. um, degree attainment. Mm-hmm. Our students are um, 18 more percent likely to graduate within six years and about 23 mm-hmm. percent more likely to graduate within four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the most impressive things that the researchers found was that um our impact was consistent across time, advising student characteristics. So I think the key is to all of this, the secret sauce is our curriculum and the consistency that our curriculum provides students, no matter what region they're in or Mm -hmm. what's going on with them, they're getting the Mm -hmm. same type of work. I mean, Mm -hmm. the same type of service. They -hmm. also found that if bottom line was spread out more broadly, we could help create, we can help um, minimize the educational gap. So yeah. with this RCT and our proven model, we really feel like we have an answer to, for educational equity. So ultimately, to, honor, to continue to honor our mission, we would love to expand and, and to grow um, across regions and cities throughout the U.S. Mm-hmm. We just recently received um, a very transformational gift, um, mm-hmm. $15 million from Mackenzie Scott. And Mm. yeah, so that was very, you know, it was very fortunate for us to get it. And it just shows to, it it just attests of like the great work that we're doing and Mm -hmm. um, and what people think of bottom line and not just like bottom line. I think it's like our students and our partners and our families that Mm -hmm. can celebrate their success because it definitely takes a village for us to get to this point. So with this, um, this transformational gift, 
our goal over the next, you know, and by 20, 2030 is to be in um, five to seven more cities. We're working within our Boston, New York, and Chicago regions to see what does capacity look like, giving mm-hmm. the infrastructure to, to that model, to, to serve students at the capacity, like what that number is. Um, mm-hmm. We also are going to use this to grow our national infrastructure. Um, so I'm excited for what is to come for bottom line. I think that this gift really just kind of kickstarted like what we can go, where we can go, but that's just the start of it. We still need to create more funding opportunities and create more partnerships in the cities that we want to go to, to be sustainable. Um, But I'm Mm -hmm. excited to see like how we can really reach more students um, and continue to honor our mission and ideally help, you know, just eradicate the educational equity gap. That sounds fantastic. I mean, you guys have a great foundation in place based on all the stuff you're saying. And I think uh, you're right. The future looks bright. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed our podcast with Shanita Nichols of Bottom Line. In particular, we learned that Bottom Line offers programs to help students get to college and then graduate from college. Their blueprint pilot is testing how to scale and expand their programs beyond the cities they currently service. Their proven successes in college degree attainment through the randomized control trials and the 7,000 plus students that they help today. Finally, It tells you how much bottom line meant to Shanita when she was going through her college process that she is now helping thousands of students like her to succeed. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast today. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash almamatters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College matters. Alma Alma matters. matters.